Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Chalky podcast. This is episode number 140. No sign of anybody with the initials SD this week. Uh, I am, in fact, joined by a man with the initials JJ, Johnny Jones. Hello. Evening. And I'm joined by a lovely man with the initials TB. Not a great disease, but a fabulous <laughs> man. Mr. Beddoes is here. How you doing? <laughs> Evening now, all right? <laughs> I'm very well, yeah. I'm having a lovely time. Um, I've just watched the uh, goal of the season go in, Man United against Everton, so I was pleased with that. Uh, more pleased than I was this time yesterday. Was it 20 to 7 we're recording this? Yeah. So this time yesterday when I was thoroughly naffed off that we'd been hammered by Dartford. Uh, three goals in a 12-minute first-half blitz. Uh, I've seen two of them from their debutantes. Looked decent. I wasn't there. I listened to it on the radio in a um, in a little cafe in Manchester. But you two were. So I'm going to shut up now and let you guys tell us what the hell happened yesterday against Dartford. Fight among yourselves as to who oh, was. I'll let Tom go first. Here's Johnny. Uh, <laughs> it was dreadful. I think that is the easy word to sum it up. Um, we, we kind of showed up. It's a nice little grand Dartford. Quite surprised by it. Um, wasn't really expecting much, but uh, good setup they've got down there. Um, the game, I think we said on the way home, it doesn't ever look like we ever warmed up. We never really kind of got <laughs> going. Um, we there was there was none none of the the normal I say the normal talky lot. There's not been a great great deal of good players recently, but um, it was it was a very poor performance all all round. I think um, there was Dartford were. Better than I was expecting. I kind of I didn't know what to expect from yesterday. I was kind of going into it thinking, oh, well, take a draw, that'd be nice. Um, didn't expect us to lose three 0 but also didn't never expect you know didn't expect us to win three 0 but never expected us to lose three 0 as well, kind of thing. But it was uh, yeah, shocking. Kind of the, the first half, um, just nothing. Nothing happened for us. Dartford were all over, breaking through, kind of finding their way. Um, up, up to, to the other end that were from where we were stood and some good chances they had and the two um I forget forget the guy who scored the first goal but um Chin, Chin. oh yes yeah Dick Chin, Chin. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and George Alexander who we knew he'd kind of he played for, against us for Slough earlier in the season and ran rings around us um and did so again yesterday uh, and had a very decent game both brilliant goals from the two of them the third one um, I can't remember. So it's Johnny Mike. It was the like it was the but, huge centre half, the the Alan Dowson oh, yeah. archetypal centre half, Diara. Yes. One one cross into the box, every single talkie player left it, and he just got his foot on it, and it went in the top corner. Yeah, it was a de- decent goal. It, I mean, all three of them were, were were decent kind of thing, I think, but with um. We never showed any kind of intent of getting the ball in the back of it. Theo Williams had one chip. He got over the keeper and we thought it was nearly there and then hit the top of the net. Um, and he missed an absolute sitter. Right on half time. Wasn't it? Goal. Yeah. Right just on half time. Break. Should have anyone, anyone could have, anyone else could have scored, <laughs> scored that. I don't know what, what went through his head. Just needed a, a, nothing more than a simple tap and it was in the back of the net. But no. Over, over the top and into into the into the stand kind of thing, but yeah, it was it was. I, I said to Al on the way home, I said that's one of the worst talking games I think I've ever been to for, from the performance level. 
and I was trying to kind of think as the ones previously from that have been also as bad and haven't and Waterloo in the cup a couple of years ago it was kind of on level with that um earlier this season Hampton that was shocking and it's, it was it was worse than that and also Avely earlier in the, earlier in September but yeah it was it was not good yeah I think you summed it up well mate I don't know I don't know what we're playing at away from home <laughs> home, home form is all right but away from home, we are absolutely dog shit. Yesterday was yeah. just depressing. It really was. Second half, we might as well have just not bothered coming out. Actually, we might not. We might as well have just stayed in the fucking dressing room in the first half as well because we didn't get going for like half an hour. By which point, I think they're probably already like tuned up. Just, I think, uh, away from home, you need to, especially against Alan Dowson teams. We know what they're like. They're really big. They're strong. They're aggressive. They get in your face, and we just, we just were second to everything. Never got, just never got going, and it's just, it's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. And I left after like eighty minutes to miss the traffic, and I don't, I never leave early. But that was, I think the last yeah. time I left early was that haven't game that you just mentioned in the FA Cup, um, a couple of years ago. But wow. yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was up there with the, one of the worst games I've ever watched live it was that bad yeah Jesus okay alright I wasn't quite expecting it to be that bad <laughs> it, it, Dartford did it I followed Dartford a little bit oh, because born there my grandmother still lives there I have a sort of connection to Dartford um, so like I follow them on Twitter and stuff and they do do live updates through that for every game. So I see those tweets coming through and they're real hit and miss. Dartford, they'll 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 get done over next week. They'll lose 4-0 at home to somebody, Slough or somebody just in the middle of the table. I think they lost but, the last three at home. Is that right? That I think was what the commentator Something said. Something like that, yeah. So mm-hmm. that was on the talkie radio, so God only knows what. <laughs> yeah. Um but the the thing with Dartford is they always have a revolving door of ins and outs. Like we will sign, we and I think normal teams sign players in the summer and then you add or very, very, very occasionally subtract a low knee you know, a couple of times a season. Dartford change their group. They do three players every fortnight. I reckon on average they get through either ins or outs. They send players out on loan. They get to other, you know, lower league teams in Kent. They get players in, those players go out. And unlike us, they always tell you when players have come and gone. Hmm. So, you know, we we thank George Nonweke for his efforts in black and white. And then he's gone back to Ghana or wherever they got him from three <laughs> weeks ago. And he's made one appearance and, you know, it's not a model that I'd want us to follow necessarily because we tried that last year and it was fucking awful. But they done half get through some players and I was completely unsurprised to find that they had signed two loanees. I think they had three new players yesterday. Three new players, yeah. Three players yesterday and two of them went straight into the starting lineup. One of them got a goal and an assist and one of them got a goal. And you're like, okay, fine. I'm not going to make any excuses whatsoever for getting done over by a mid-table National League South side. But it probably throws your prep out of whack when you've worked all week on, right, who do we think they are 
going to, you know, how they're going to line up, what's their personnel, what's their formation, etc. And then these two new blokes turn up, they go straight into starting lineup, and you're like, oh, shit, okay, all the prep we've done all week now doesn't exist. I mean, I say prep we've done all week. I've seen us play plenty of times this year, and it doesn't look like any of these players have even met before, let alone spent a week doing detailed analysis of the yeah. So that's it didn't I'm not saying it made a blind bit of difference to the result yesterday, but I don't imagine it helped when Johnson got the team sheet through and was like, fucking hell are off for these. But, mm. And to be fair, that the chin chin lab looked quite useful on the wing, and we know that striker's half decent as well, Alexander. Um can't remember who's on who he's on loan from. Is it oh is it Bromley? Bromley, yeah. In which case does that just show you exactly where we are? We're yeah, getting, done over. We're getting done over by someone who's on loan from Romley. Yep. Like, yeah. what is going? What is going on here? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing we've said before, and we've spoken on various chats and things. Dartford are, uh, are in a prime position that there are, God knows how many players in that area looking to play, and so that's probably another reason why they have so many ins and outs and people send them on loan but to I, I and I get your point about being it would have was it a surprise or not to Gary Johnson when the team sheet came out but yesterday we, we showed no sense of knowledge or passion or anything about how we were playing and I, I think we strung maybe two or three passes there was a nice little bit of play and Dolan I think was probably central to that and again he's he's not one of ours he's on loan from from Fleetwood or wherever Dolan's the only the only player who I can pick out and yeah. say you did all right, like he made a couple of chances out of nothing because he's that kind of player. Yeah. Um. But apart from that, it was really it. It was bad. Or did he start in the middle, Dolan? He was playing in the middle of the park. Was he okay? Because I thought. Um, but he I kind thought... of just like he kind of just ditched that and just went wherever because he was like the only player yeah. that could actually get on the ball and do something. Yeah. So he was like running down the wing at one point, you know. That's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, not, I've argued this before, not that formations and tactics and that make that much difference at this level. You know, we're playing teams full of postmen and butchers and whatever else. These guys are not capable necessarily, footballing wise, of being able to do, you know, clever things of with tactics and whatever else. But it, it just is interesting to see where. It, for some players, it clearly does make a difference. Think back to Jamie Reid, who was played on the wing for so long for Torquay, and then he was moved up to striker where he wanted to be. And we've all seen what he's doing uh, now. So, you know, he obviously does make a bit of a difference. But in terms of geography, what's annoying me is, apart from Adam Randell, we haven't had a decent loanee from either of the very large and very successful, whether we like it or not, clubs in our immediate vicinity. Now, we're forever hearing, oh, it's easy for Manchester teams, it's easy for London teams. They're surrounded by quality clubs mm. that are willing to send in their player. Well, all right, they're not the best championship side in the world, but are you honestly telling me that Argyle do not have three blokes who are third choice in their position, so like the third choice left back? Argyle, he's not going to start, he's not going to get on the bench, and they can recall him because he's six miles down the road every day if they need to, if there's an injury, suspension, and he needs to sit on a bench for a game, fine. But, like, 
where are they? Why are there not a couple of guys, a couple of hot shot strikers from Exeter and a midfielder, a winger and a defender from Argyle as our five loanees? Why are we dragging them 300 miles down from Fleetwood? And I mean only geographically, not because of Johnson Jr., but like, why? But well, there's, were... a, there's, a, there's a winger on loan at the Oval for Mexa. There you go. Why, I, on, I've, got a, I've, got I've got a theory. I've got, I've got a theory behind. The, I've got a theory behind the Exeter thing, and you might you might say it's stupid, but I think we I think we pissed them off in that preseason game. I really do. <laughs> you know when like Laps was like basically should have got sent off like two footings on one. The other guy got sent off. <laughs> I just got that happen. I honestly, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly think we fucked we fucked them off so much. They were like, oh, I'm not going to send them any players this year. And we got we got that Jenkins Davis guy from. Plymouth and he got injured yeah. and back. Yeah. So he'll probably come back again when he's fit. But yeah, I, I don't understand the loan thing with Fleetwood. It's ridiculous, really. Yeah. It, I think if you if you are Plymouth or you're Exeter or I don't know, you're Bristol City or Bristol Rovers even, and you look at Torquay and you look at what's happening. I mean, why would you want to send any of your players to us? We're not we're not playing attractively. We've not gotten a the the, the the discontent between the manager and the fans and the club and the fans it's not an attractive place to be and yeah maybe you want your players to have game time and, and learn the game and be in the men's game kind of thing if they're not if they're only playing reserves games elsewhere but I don't think any any of those those clubs will look at us and go yeah they, they'll they'll develop at talking no okay fair enough I that does make sense. Yeah. I mean, Johnson's got a bit of a record to point to, but I do wonder if he's getting a little bit just to the natural end of his managerial yeah. career now. You know, I I don't I don't know whether he's a dinosaur. I don't know what tactics. You know, you, I hear a lot of stuff. Uh, Joe over off the line and lots of other people. They do lots of quality kind of content, and you know. Well, he knows. I certainly don't, despite reading all of it. I don't. Still, I don't understand it. But he knows the names of all these young, promising non-league managers who play a particular way and a very modern philosophy of how the game should be played and various other things. I do wonder: is he over the hill now, Johnson? Is he an analog manager in a digital age? You tell me. I I don't know. I don't think he's a bad. For me, he's not. I think he's just got himself in an absolute mess with recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was too loyal to a few players in the summer. He should have got rid of yeah. a few. That five winning, that five game winning run at the end, which wasn't enough to keep us up, tricked a lot of a lot of us, me included, into thinking that we were we we were an all right team. I think that team was good because it had Frank Newblay up front and it had Nico Lawrence centre back and Kevin Dawson in the midfield. Mm. Um, and he, I'm just not, conv- I'm not convinced he's used the budget well enough. Like, yes, there's a lot of problems at the top of the club. There it definitely is. But I just think he's spaffed any budget that we had on a lot of, a lot of aging, injury prone players. And we just, yeah. we just, we should have just had a clean slate. So would you have binned off Moxie and Hall? Um, I would be, I would have said thank you, Asa, but um, yeah, I would. I think he's. I think 
he's good to come on mm. in, um you know 30 minutes especially well, if we've, especially if we've got a lead, a lead you know bring him on shore it up a bit he, um yeah there was there was times yesterday when you could just see he just couldn't quite like he would be like a couple inches off the ball like he was stretching you just think five years ago he gets that um yeah. <sighs> Dawson yeah. we talked about in other podcasts you know why sign him if he's going to be injured until Christmas well that exactly you know let him let him go around and get him in if you want to who's going to take a chance on him probably a team that even we can bully into letting him letting us have him back say him right off you go go and get yourself fit at, it's just you know, a waste it's just a waste of a contract we yeah. paid off we paid half a season well have you paid half a season nearly very nearly yeah and he's not played a single game no no and that's the point like i don't i don't buy into all the johnson um all the johnson criticism like i think there was a chant going around yesterday where everyone you know just call him just calling a c bomb which to me just i don't think he i don't think he is that word and i don't think it's particularly uh useful but yeah definitely you know you can have a go at him for what's going on on the pitch but just personal insults not not a huge fan of yeah yeah no he's a He's a perfectly decent guy. I've spoken to him as frequently as anybody else has, you know, see him after games and what whatnot. He's not a bad guy. He's just, for whatever reason, he's just run out of road here. I think I think so. Yeah, I think he seems lost. I think yes. you look at him in the in the in the post-match interviews and whatever, and in the the press call they do on Saturday, um, whenever it is in the week before a Saturday game, and you go. And you and you go. He's, he's like, he's, do you just want to go and you know put your feet up, have a cup of tea somewhere, and retire nicely or whatever? I don't know. It just I think he's tried to stay and uh, fix things that perhaps he has created with you know, being relegated, etc. Then really probably the better thing to have done was say, look, we've we've gone as far as we can. I'm off to go and have a nice a nice life on the beach somewhere. <laughs> Well, I mean, is he nearly 70? Is he 70? Mm, getting on for. You know, he, he's not been well in the past. He's married. So, you know, he, his children are taking, or his child, I don't know how many he's got, but like um, Johnson Jr. is taking care of himself. He makes good enough money. Mm. Johnson from his time at Yeovil, and he's been in the game for 40 years or whatever. He'll have plenty of money. He's not an idiot. He's 68. He's 68. So, you know, he'll have... He, I. I'd be staggered if he wasn't comfortably a millionaire. Take your money, move to Spain, live on the costas and drink drinks with umbrellas in them. That's a bit boring, but mate, you're, you're well past retirement age, Chief, and you don't need a man who's had serious heart bypass operations and whatever else does not need to be getting called a see you next Tuesday. I think we've avoided yeah. saying it by an oik. A freezing cold afternoon in Dartford. I, I get, I get it. You know, I everyone was just, everyone was just completely fed up yesterday. Like for the whole of the second half, we might as well have just all left and just gone to the pub because mm. nothing was going to happen in that game in that, that second half. We literally did not have a shot on goal. I don't even. Well, we might have had one from like thirty yards. Like there was no even like attempt to come at fighting back. It was just hopeless. I get it. I get the frustration. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
it's, it's up to, it's personal it's personal opinion isn't it you know some people traveled up from devon to watch that so i traveled an hour and a half which was long enough but yeah if you spent four nearly yeah probably four hours yeah three and then we'll run in 25 and whatever else off at off at junction is it two two b and whatever it is you know is that it's the whole way around the M25, halfway around the M25. It's a long yeah. way. It's far enough. And to not turn up, you don't mind. You turn up, you get done over. You, you're all right, but just get stitched up. Or you have a bit of a go. You go you go 3-0 down and you lose 3-2 because you've battered them second half because they've had a telling off at half time. You go, yeah, could have done without going 3-0 down, but... What at least do? we had some fight within it. Yeah. Yeah. At least, you know, yeah. we showed some sign of being able to do something about being 3 0 down away at a mid table non league south side. And to hear that we just didn't apparently have any answers no. at all to that situation is not music. I think, yeah, Rose Tin, if you're a proper Rose Tinder, you say um, Theo Williams has missed, he's missed a very, very good chance one on one first half at 0 0. And he's also missed the sit, uh, the sitter of sitters on at forty five. But you know, if he scores that, it's three one. Might come back, but for me, the problem is, I can cope with losing. I can cope with going somewhere and getting back three 0 You go, yeah, fair enough. Right off on to next week, but it's pretty much every away game. Yeah, we're not. We just we're just not turning up. We've lost. We've lost to Western Supermare. We've lost to Hemel. We've lost to Averley. We've lost somewhere else. Forgotten. Uh, Hampton, Hampton and Richmond. Hampton. Yeah. It's like you can't. We can't be losing all of those games. No. Come on. And even even the game against Haven and Waterlooville, when was it, a couple of weeks ago, we were we were shocking in the first half of that of that game. Yeah, a, better, a, better, and... a better side tucks away a couple of chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there there hasn't been a decent. A, there hasn't been a. We spoke about it before we came on. The only the decent time that we've when we've played away it was the first twenty minutes at Dope. There has mm. been nothing since since then, and I haven't I haven't I've only been to one home game, which I think was it was Chelmsford, and I can't I think we won that in the last minute or something, and there has I have not seen a game this season where I've been. There's oh been... yeah, we've we've got got this, but yeah, I think we the Welling game I went to and we won five one and we. We didn't actually play particularly well, but we we had more than enough to spank to, to give them a spanking. And there's been a f- couple of games at home where I thought, you know, we're yeah, we're not too bad. But I didn't go or pay too much attention to to last week, um, the the trophy match. Um, but again, that just seems like another false dawn completely. I honestly thought going going to Dartford yesterday, like we're going to turn up today. We're going to be confidence is going to be high. And beating Yovo, and it's just they just didn't start. They just they just didn't come out. No, it's it, like performances at random, completely at random. You don't know whether we're gonna do. I mean, there were a couple of weird results yesterday. Talking of Welling, we beat them five one at home. They beat Yeovil four one from a goal down yesterday. You know what what's going on there? And there were a couple of other weird, slightly weird results, but. Like we just don't seem to have any element of consistency at all in play, in results, in performances, from even half to half. Really, we don't seem no. to have a 
don't seem to have a game plan. I wasn't too worried early in the season where we seemed a way to be sitting back, letting these teams have the ball and just pass it around in front of us. It didn't matter. But it's a little bit worrying that maybe now actually it wasn't we're letting them have it. It was actually we couldn't get it off them. <laughs> and yeah, they we're just, not good yeah, we could, yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have the ball. We literally didn't have a touch of the ball for about 15 minutes. And it's, you know, we're pen dart for the way. I, I get it. Some away games, you just need to dig in, you know, just defend and then get a foothold in the game and mm. then try and take a chance. And then all of a sudden it's a completely different game. But we cannot, we can't do it. No. We, we just sit there and they score. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just watch it happen. You wait yeah. to go a goal down. And the worst thing that yeah. this team is for it to go a goal down. Because. Yeah. We, we haven't really got any particular fight about us. <sighs> well, that's thoroughly depressing. Shall we play a game to cheer ourselves up? Go on then. Go on, I've done a game. <laughs> we haven't had a game for ages. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll devise a game. Um, listeners, you will need a, a pencil and a piece of paper or a very good memory. You'll need a good memory for oh. this anyway. <laughs> so what I've done is I've been I've been on the internet again. And I've combined our very good friends at Xgulls, the Twitter account that tells you what's going on with players that we foolishly let go, or not so foolishly, depending on your point of view. <laughs> and um, Talky Fanstats, our very good friends over at Talky Fanstats, who uh, provide you statistics on absolutely everything. And I've put these two sources of data together, and I've come up with the names of 10 players. I'm going to give you about each of these 10 players, one at a time, I'm going to give you four pieces of information. I'm going to tell you how many appearances they made for us, how many goals they scored in those appearances, which manager signed them first for us. So in the case of a player that's had a couple of spells with us, there may or may not be one of those or more, more than one, who knows? Um, but it's the manager that signed them for us first. And then I'm going to give you the, if you list all 1,119 players ever to play for us in alphabetical order by surname, which Talky Fanstats does, uh, I'm going to give you the uh, position number where they appear. So like Alfie Aardvark would be in position one and Chris Zabrowski, I happen to know, is in position 1,119. So oh, that's yeah. from A to Z by surname. This is a bit too much brain power for a Sunday night. <laughs> So, oh, we're not going to do very well at this. <laughs> what you're going to have to do is tell me which player I'm talking about on each occasion. There's 10 players. Uh, so the the first guy, they're all guys, um, <laughs> by sex, if not gender, we don't know. Um, first guy made 34 appearances for us, scored six goals in that time, was signed for us by Chris Hargreaves, and is in position number 825 on the list. So a bit beyond halfway in the list, if you list him by surname first. What was the total number? 1,000? 1,119, if I remember rightly. I didn't write that down, but I think it's 1,119 from memory. So 34 appearances this guy made, scored six goals, signed by Hargreaves, give you an idea of the year, and um, was mentioned by the ex-Gulls account yesterday. So it was either his birthday yesterday, because oh, that's one of the things... Oh, you're joking me. Or, that, no getting it up on your bloody 
I'm not. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't believe it came up on like on X Girls yesterday. You see, so I probably see that. Yeah. These, well, yeah. See, these all ten of these were mentioned by X Girls at some stage yesterday, which is how I've chosen them. So that's another oh, clue. But there's to be absolutely no opening the feed on your phones because that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the first guy. So the second bloke. Um, he made 214 appearances for us, scored 54 goals, so better than one in four. Hell of a record. Um, he was signed by Paul Buckle, and he's in position number 86. So very low-lettered surname, Buckle player, 214 appearances, 54 goals. I mentioned yesterday by X girls for doing something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, third guy <laughs> made one appearance and scored no goals. Uh, he was signed by Gary Johnson and is in position number seven hundred and ninety-five. One appearance is no goals, Gary Johnson. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that could be a few people. Could be a lot. Yeah. It could. Um, but he was mentioned yesterday for a reason by X Girls. Right. So he's got to still be playing. I mean, it's Johnson signed him, so I mean that rules out. I like think I know that one. Two blokes, dear. Okay, so that really you know it. Okay, I think I know that one. He's got a good, <laughs> he's got a good sense of what he thinks is going on here. Right. Uh, the fourth guy uh, was signed by Paul Buckle. Went on to make just eleven appearances and scored no goals. And he's in position number four hundred and eighty-three. Zero goals. Bucks, did you say? Yeah. Paul Buckle signed him. Um, and he did something X goals worthy yesterday. Sorry, what, what letter? Uh, per, um, whatever we're calling it. Number? 483. Four, 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 Right. Uh, the next guy uh, only made 26 appearances but did score five goals, signed by Gary Johnson, and he's in... Oh, no, it can't be 1119 because he's at position 1139. How many, sorry, how many appearances and goals? 26 appearances, five goals. He's in oh. position 1139 and he was signed by Gary Johnson. Did something yesterday worthy of being mentioned uh. by I, I think, think you'll I might, get that one. Might know that one, maybe, only because of its position and the goals. He didn't score that many goals for us, did he? But he scored a few, and he didn't play that many. Yeah, go on, all right. Risk it. Yeah. Uh, so the next one, very, very similar, uh, except he played, made 34 appearances and scored no goals. He's in position 1119, which is why that was in my mind, and he was signed by Gary Johnson. How many appearances, sorry? Uh, 34 no goals. Oh, I'm not very Johnson. Uh, secondary hint, I was really surprised it was no goals. I couldn't right. believe that it was no goals. Um, next, six appearances. This is really hard, this. Six appearances, three goals. So great record. Uh, position 712 and signed by Alan Nil. Oh, God. 
no no idea <laughs> no idea no to be honest that's a really hard one i went down um i went down x goals feed and just picked the first 10 that you'd mentioned or she or they don't know had mentioned uh, some of these are hard just try to think what strikers he signed Alan Neil. Sorry, what number in the lab um, alphabet? 712. This one also maybe not easy. So 21 appearances and seven goals. So record of one in three. Uh, signed by Cox. So that probably narrows it down. Paul Cox. Oh, and, yeah, okay. Um, 695 he is so his surname is presumably fairly similar to the previous guy who was 712 so they're just 15 places uh, just 17 places apart in the alphabet oh, all the alphabetical list not 17 places apart in the alphabet but he was signed by Paul Cox he was here longer than Paul Cox but only slightly hmm I'm not doing very well at this. I'm going to be terrible at this, by the way. It's, it's really hard. I'd get zero. <laughs> if I get one, I'm going to be well happy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need Ben for this. I've designed this yeah, game. This is ben, ben. This is yeah, this is Ben Curry's quiz, isn't it, really? Um, next, there's only two to go. So next guy did something ex-goals worthy yesterday, made 31 appearances for us and scored three goals, signed by Johnson, and he is number 666. I didn't do that deliberately. Ooh. Okay. 31, uh, three goals. 31, three goals. Signed by Johnson, 666. Did he, I think that might be. Oh, I think no, though. I mean, yes. Bloody yeah. anybody. The, uh, very, the very last one. Made 176 appearances, scored 63 goals mm. in position 918, and he was signed by Chris Hargreaves. 63 goals. Hey, that's not bad. 60, 63 goals. And he's signed by Hargreaves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I no. don't think anybody's got 63 goals. He's got signed by Hargreaves. Surely. We were at... Um, okay. All right. No? No. No. Obviously. You'll kick yourselves. Mm. Uh, did you have a guess for number one? Uh, this is going to be wrong. I said Matt Green. I couldn't you're, remember. You're right. It is yeah. very wrong. Completely wrong. John, did you ever guess at this? This was Hargreaves, wasn't it? 64 appearances. Uh, 34 appearances. So save on six goals. Um, Fisher? Uh, no, that was Dwayne Aforia Chimpong who scored a goal. <laughs> oh, was that that game? Again, One of the games he scored. Scored. Right. Uh, so that is that was that. I didn't choose these. These were just people that got mentioned yesterday by X Girls. Uh, did anybody have a guess for the second name? 
uh, Elliot Benyon I've got. Tom, who did you have? I didn't. I couldn't place anything. Johnny gets the point. Yes. Elliot Benyon. Oh, got one point. For oh. Hanwell Town against Tiverton. Yes. And he made 214 appearances, 54 goals, so one in better, slightly better than one in four. Oh, I retire happy now. On position 86. Do you know, it was the 86 position that gave it away for me. Yeah, quite really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so player three, did anybody have any? So I think actually, Bedfellows, you were confident. Yeah, Beddows had thought he had it. I, I was George. John, did you get it? One appearance, zero goals. I think Rob Street. I don't remember how many games he scored. No, alas, no. Um, okay. it wasn't Street. It's one all, I'm afraid. Tom has got the point. Oh. It was Nathaniel <laughs> George. He scored yesterday for Maidenhead against York in a one all draw. I think, he's, I think he's a half decent player, that. He, looks he right was, when we beat him in that late game, Nublet got two. He was the best yeah, player. By it was. A country mile. He yeah. was ridiculously good yeah. Yeah. that day. And to finish on the, what did they lose? 3 1, 3 0? 3-1, I think. 3-1, because we gave mm. him that stupid free goal. Yeah, that was it. They've just, he was so good. Down right in front of us, that second half, he was just insane yeah. good. Um, player four, did anybody have a go at this? Sorry, can you no. just read them out? It's 11, was it 11 appearances? 11 appearances, no goals. Bucks. Literally. I think it was played, didn't play many games. Buckle, but This was a long time ago. Oh, this is a while ago. <laughs> um... Honestly, I'm struggling to even name. I'm struggling to even think of a player. <laughs> Got the same first name as the guy from the last thing. So that's an additional clue. Yeah. It was Ashley Hemmings scored a goal for Kidderminster against Oxford City in a game that was a division above the one we're currently in. Fair enough. <laughs> a man who signed for <sighs> us by Buckle. Bloody hell. 16 years ago. <laughs> Oh, that uh, did that. I think at least one of you got player number five? Not Mambo number five, player number five. Twenty six appearances, five. What goals. number was he? He was number one one three nine. Yeah, that's where I went wrong. Uh, I was. It was Johnson. Yeah, five goals, twenty six. Oh, but he was. No, that's not Ooh, the worst. That's a good guess. guess. Who is it then? <laughs> Stephen Wern. Oh, uh, Stephen Wern. <laughs> did, he good, did he score that many goals for us? Yeah. He got five goals in 26 for us. Oh, that. Right. In two two lots. Um, a very similarly named chap was in position number six, 34 appearances. Surprisingly, no goals. 1119 uh, in the position assigned by Johnson. No, no. idea. Blank. Wait, face wait, <laughs> Hang about. It's because it's because it's a draw. He wants the point. Yeah. <laughs> There's still four names to go after this. Zero, zero goals. Ridiculously. You keep going on about how it's like really, really it's like. Not, I personally, I thought he would have scored a goal or <sighs> some goals. I Is didn't... it recent? And like, well, he was signed by Johnson, so it has to be. Well, well, well just trying to think. Five of... years ago. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. So. You've had your no, you're you're <laughs> saying you're saying he was on X goals yesterday, so he did something yesterday. Yeah, and I know there was a Jerry Johnson 
there was a midfielder who used to play for us who scored yesterday. Who I don't ask who who was all who was all right, but I don't think he's all that. Right, and who was it? Frankie Vincent. It was Frankie Vincent. You've got <laughs> yep, scored for Dagenham yesterday. Oh yeah, he scored for Dagenham yesterday. See, that was all right. Uh, next one's really <laughs> hard. Really, really hard. Um, six appearances, three goals. Position seven, twelve. Signed by Alan Nil. Has anybody got any idea? I went Shaq cool first, but no idea to be honest. Uh, no, but was he not signed by Hargreaves? I don't I know. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Uh, but no, it's not him. All right, who is it? Uh, it was Paul McCallum. Scored for Eastley. Oh, of course. Who? <laughs> But yeah, Paul, Paul McCallum. He, he yeah, 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 yeah. Photo. He always, he always scores against us as well, doesn't he? Uh, generally, yeah. He has a good <laughs> game against us. Uh, next was the Paul Cox sign-in. Got one in three. So seven goals in 21 appearances. Position six, nine, five. Did something good yesterday. Signed by Paul Cox. Should I don't even remember when Paul Cox was managed. I yet, so. can't <laughs> think of any, many players under Cox for some reason other than a, Tony, a Toby Ajala. Oh no! Um, yeah, the right, the right type of time. Uh, no, it was Tyrone Marsh. Marshy scored for Boreham Wood. He was all right, actually. He's woken. He was all right, and he's I mean, been he's he's still all right. Yeah. yeah, he's got loads of goals. Yeah. Another recent one. Did anybody get player number nine? I had a guess. Oh, did you? I do know. Now realizing if he was on X goals yesterday, might not be it. Nico Lawrence. Uh, no. So what was this? 30, what thirty-one appearances, three goals. Thirty-one appearances, three goals, six, six, six. Gary Johnson player. Gary Johnson player. You you were very close in terms of the position in the uh, list, Tom. I reckon you were probably mm. about ten, maybe fifteen out. Ten. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Pretty close. Bloody hell! I should have listened to what you. Oh, you said Lico Lawrence, didn't you? Mm. Come on, Jones. This is very uh, Sorry, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Claddy Lalos scored for Crawley. Claddy scored again, did he? Yeah, Claddy Lalos scored sake. for Crawley against Harrogate. And the last one, you will boot yourself so hard. It's Hargreaves that's put you off. 176 appearances, 63 goals, nine position 918. Neither of you know. It's not Jamie Reid. It is Shagger Reid. Oh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I didn't have I didn't have I No now. idea. Jamie Reed signed for the first time on loan, first of his that's that's with us. Fair. That's decent to be fair. By her, by Chris Hargreaves. <laughs> and was it signed under Hargreaves, that? Yeah. Can't believe that. Was for that long. Yeah. I thought I thought Nico signed him first. That many spells. Hargreaves was the first player to sign him. Uh, I've found the BBC article showing a very young mm. Shagger Reed. So that was that. So was it two all? Two all. To all. Great game. I, I didn't do a decider, I'm afraid. That's all right. We don't need one. So, no, definitely don't need one. What, what we have learned is that we both need to pay more attention to the X-Goals Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. So there you go. If you're not following X-Goals, you should, because it's um, it's a good fun feed to kind of look through and see how successful former players are being, often very depressingly, two divisions occasionally or three or four or five divisions above where we're currently playing. Yeah, how, how is Lolos ahead? The division. Lolos is two divisions above. Two, sorry, two, two, two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, incredible, isn't it? So um, there you go. That's the fun over. Shall we have a chat about the next couple of games? Because there won't be a podcast before 
Eastbourne or Tunbridge Tunbridge. Yeah. Does anybody know anything about either of these teams? Eastbourne are rubbish. They're right down the bottom. They've got the third worst points per game. Who remembers that from COVID times? Uh, mm-hmm. The third worst points per game. So it's the bottom two yeah, sure. and then these idiots. Because somehow they've played 21 games already. There are teams in our division who've played 17. Do you know why that is? They've got, they got on all weather. Bolton are on 17. Yeah, Eastbourne have played 21 games. And got 20 points. The goal difference is minus 11. They got an all weather, haven't they? Oh, Christ, not again. Uh, I, I don't have anything to, to say about Eastbourne away other than that I'm more confident because we're away from home. It was going to be absolutely freezing cold. And I'm, and I'm not going either because. No, I'm not going. <laughs> two, it's like two and a half hours and I can't bother. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I feel for the fans that do go traveling all the way to where were we yesterday? Darford yesterday. After uh, yeah, after, after that, driving back from, driving back, driving from back to Devon, and then driving worried. all the way to East Sussex again on Tuesday. <laughs> well played. So they lost. Uh, they lost five. They've beaten Braintree three one. They've lost to Tunbridge three 0 They've lost to Hendon. In the trophy, they lost the case. one all with Dover <laughs> from a goal up and lost one. Uh, fire it up, I say. Fire it up. Are we going to win? 2 1. 2 1 goals. 2 1 goals. <laughs> no, 2 1. <laughs> 2 1. 2 1. 2 1 goals. Okay. Not 2 1 goals. <laughs> I. Yeah, I'd like to say we, we will win, but no no oh, idea. Yeah, yeah we Nobody could win five nil, we could draw nil nil. Well we probably Nobody don't. knows. We don't draw yeah, who knows? Um okay, that's Eastbourne. Yeah, they're a team, they're down the bottom, they're probably rubbish, but then several Western Supermare. Yeah. Um so a Dover, so a Slough. Slough, yeah. yeah they, they, and then there again less than a week ago we beat Yeovil at the top. You tell me, you know, I've, I've no idea. So, yeah, a football match would take place. And Tunbridge Angels, they are eighth. They are one of 11 clubs who are above us. Tunbridge Angels. We're at home, though, aren't we? That's true. And they've played three games more oh, yeah. than we have. Yeah. We ain't losing to a team of Angels in their name. So, we did in the trophy a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, we don't worry about that anymore. <laughs> So, I, I always think at Playmore, well, we've got we'll probably be okay at Playmore, I'd say. But yeah, Eastbourne away after Saturday could not tell you. Call it no. I think Saturday will be interesting because it's uh, the um, uh, what am I saying? Protest is planned, and uh, with, there was somebody made a comment yesterday after the game. Oh, it'd be very interesting if next Saturday's called off for a frozen pitch. Just, just they've they've left the, the sprinklers on overnight on Friday. Oh, so. <laughs> well, Julian, you have the sprinklers on, mate. Oh, no. if I'm, were either of you there the day that we against Crawley in the FA Cup when we flooded the goal mouth deliberately before kickoff? Uh, no, I wasn't at that yeah. game. No, I wasn't there. No. In the cup when we got robbed and they got, we got the next we United. They, oh no, they missed two penalties, didn't they? I think Crawley. They Did big keeper. Didn't, didn't they had one saved? Didn't they? Matt Tubbs had one saved by Scott Bevan. Yeah, but I think Bevan saved two. But I might be wrong. Did he? 
Okay. That was a that was an annoying game. And their guy stamped on Benyon's hand, which stood through Elliot Benyon's palm. Saw it after the game, and it, it had gone through yeah, it. it through his hand. Through his hand. Um and did we have Sobrowski sent off? Did yeah, he they... got sent off for giving away one of the penalties, I think. Did he? Right. Because yeah. of course they they went on to play uh Man United at Old Trafford, United in the fifth round, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Which was extremely upsetting. Yeah. Um when you consider they weren't actually all that much better than we were, and they were in there bloody having loads mm. of money for they had Matt Tubbs on three grand a week or whatever, yeah. and he was getting fifty goals a season. Stupid. Steve Evans masterclass. Bloody Steve Evans. Oh God, Jesus. He's um Shagger Reed's manager now in League One. Yeah, he's doing well, isn't he? Really well. top of League One, isn't he? Or not the top, but I think he's in the now on his own. Mm. Which is remarkable, really. Um I asked yesterday, I said who's gonna sign him, and people said they didn't think he was good enough for the championship. Surely if you've got 13 goals in yeah. Late November in League One, you've got to be yeah. good enough for a Huddersfield or a Rotherham. Or I'm not suggesting Leeds are going to sign him to sub in for Vardy, but um, Leicester are going to sign him to sub in for Vardy. Well, if Kiefer Moore can play in the Premier League, Jamie Reid can play in the Championship at the very least. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, Kiefer does have a particular skill set, i.e. six foot five and weighs about 19 stone and just hammers defenders out of the way. He gives away a free kick every time, but he does bulldoze his way. That's how he gets in the Wales squad. Um, so he does have that particular advantage that Shaga doesn't, but mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's probably fair. If you can yeah. get into a if Kiefer Moore can play in the Premier League, then Shaga can score goals for a rubbish championship side. Would he go to Argyle? Do they need goals? Nah, nah. Well, I don't know. Did you see the goal on their goals yesterday? Bloody hell. It was like different... Beat Sunderland, didn't they? Different planet. Absolutely different planet. So oh, yeah. Some... Beat Sunderland 2 at home, didn't they? Yeah, they bloke they signed for a million quid. Pinged one in the top corner from like... Argyle signed someone for a million quid. Yeah. yeah. He scored against us, didn't he, in the pre-season game? We came away from the pre-season game where the difference was two blokes they signed for a thick end of like yeah, that's right. 1.8 million or something and yeah. we went one nil down after an hour to a guy who had they had paid seven figures for it's nuts I remember I had a memory come up earlier this week maybe last week 12 years ago watching us beat Plymouth 3-1 at, at Playmore and but the, uh, oh, was that the O'Kane that was the O'Kane, O'Kane yeah, day yeah. Yeah. That, was that 19th of November I'm yeah, fairly yeah, something like that yeah that that game because then we played him again at Christmas away. Yeah. That was one of my favourite away games. Two one, there were like two and a half thousand of us. What a day that was! It was a nice day as well. It was like two and a half thousand of us and about two thousand of them, three thousand of them. That'll teach them. Before now that where they are, yeah, all their, all their fair weather fans turned up. Third of the way up <laughs> the uh, champ. Has anybody been to Argyle since they had their stand redone? Do you think I'm going to go to Plymouth out of choice? Uh, okay, no, I I just wondered because I remember their old stand being quite nice, freezing cold and made of wood. Like the mm, wood yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, sixties, but I quite liked. I didn't like the concrete bit in front of it, but I haven't seen the new stadium, the new stand yet, so I might go for fun. Um, if I'm ever in Plymouth for any reason, I went and stood in the away end once. Um, I think it was New 
Boxing Day, and our game was called off for Waterlock pitch. And I think Carlisle, I think, yeah, it was Carlisle playing Plymouth. <laughs> I went and stood for Carlisle Boxing Day. Day. <laughs> oh, good luck, lads. Off you go. Oh, was it Boxing Day? It can't have been Boxing Day, actually. That's stupid. That's I can't crazy. remember. It was around it was around Christmas time, though. Um, yeah, it was quite funny. Yeah. I remember I went once, Ma and I went, uh, when we lost 4-0 away to Southend and Kane Ferdinand got at least two that day. Like, that's how long ago it was. It was... And Kane Ferdinand was, like, the hot young thing coming up and through and they were going to sell him for a million pounds or whatever else. Um, and then he spent his whole life playing in the National League, his entire career playing yeah. at National League level. At the um, yeah, that was a good one to avoid. I remember looking it up on the on the BBC website or whatever. Half time, oh god, we're two 0 down. Full time, four 0 Okay, mate, we're rubbish. I'm glad we came here. <laughs> I am trying. I'm trying absolutely rubbish. It wasn't Boxing Day. It was the seventh of November. But anyway, yeah, twenty one right, twenty one right. Two months of Boxing Day. That's fine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Um, does anybody have any any other business? Because I fear we are derailing ourselves with happy memories of happier times. Just to say that both Moxie and Asa Hall came over briefly yesterday after the game to see the fans. Uh, there wasn't. They were the only two. Everybody else had straight down the tunnel. Um, there were. There wasn't much said, but it was good to at least see them both acknowledging the current shit situation that we find Fair ourselves time. in. Um, so, I, you know, I think everyone, if you're a talkie fan, you've got respect for both of them, them players um, to a certain level anyway. And so just to kind of say that I think well done to the two of them for coming over, being given some stick and taking it on the chin. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. fairness, that is, you can't argue with that if they're going to take the rap for, I'm no surprise, those two. Hmm. Where's um, Gaffer? Come over. Do you have, a, do you have an appointment Gone. with Senator Palpatine at that time? Or <laughs> sorry, Star Wars joke there. Lost on me, I'm afraid. Yeah, you know, also me. <laughs> you, you need Ballard for that, and, and he's not here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there is one. Johnny, do you have anything else? Nope. For me, no, there is one thing we've got to mention. Uh, Terry Venables has died. It's terribly sad. Um, England manager during Euro 96, one of the happiest times I'm sure all three of us had as younger or now Tom shaking his head born in about 2002. I don't remember. Well, I was I was alive, but I don't really remember. Alive and, okay, fine. One of the finest times I can remember because I was 11, because uh, I'm old. And uh, yeah, terribly sad. Um, a man who managed to be England manager without disgracing himself, doing anything stupid, enjoy a career, yeah. outside of football and you know live a life without um punching down on anybody or anything else lucky enough to manage some of the best players and club sides in history as well as the England national side at the time when we were you know good or he made us good certainly you know after the catastrophe of um USA 94 and all that to come back and host you in 96 and do so well and lose out of course on penalties Gareth Southgate hitting the post all that I've seen I've seen the highlights of Euro '96 like so many times. I think the game against Holland, I think yeah. being like four-one, yeah. looked looked absolutely incredible. Quite yeah. like imagine being, you know, being like properly into that. Even the into game that tournament would Germany have been itself, you know, or even though we we ended up not winning it, it was it's good decent game. 
you know, incredible footballing moment really for a nation and everything else that was going on at the time. And everybody always says it, but we were right at the heart of Brit Pop and the Spice Girls and and all those sort of cool Britannia type things. Looking forward to an obvious change in government. I country and everything else and it's terribly sad that a key component of that now is gone um so very sad that, that terry venables has died i was just gonna ask why didn't he manage us in the 98 world cup if he because obviously Ooh, he i don't know because year 96 was such that you know we did so well in 96 don't know why he um didn't carry on pass i don't know actually if any, if you do know um write to us at I know the answer to your Terry Venables question <laughs> at gmail.com. We will get back to you. Uh, no, but I've no idea. I can't remember. Um, I remember the tournament or I remember bits of the tournament. You know, I, I was only 11. Um, and in fact, no, God, I was probably 10. Yeah, because it was in the summer. So I was 10. Um, I, I hadn't reached 11 at that stage. Um, so I don't know how the FA made the decision or Terry himself made the decision but either way he's popped his clogs and we're all very sad about it which leaves only one thing to do and that's for me uh, to thank Johnny Jones cheers and Tom Bedfellows thank you and me and myself for turning up on a Sunday evening after we'd got roundly routed by Dartford uh, thanks chaps that I think was interesting and exciting and a decent podcast and thank you all for listening we will see you again in a week or so goodbye <laughs>